Hey there, it's Justin again, Fuller Live Athlete Pastor Channel, and we are on day 34 of the Online Bible Reading Club. We've got Exodus 31, 32, and 33, and we've got Matthew 22, 1 through 22, so let's keep moving. So, very important chapters right here. Uh, a lot to talk about, actually. Uh, I'll try to keep it brief, though. We've got, uh, the first one is Oholiab and Bezalel. We got about 11 verses on those guys, and they were tasked with putting together all the furnishings for the worship of Israel. And they're going to have to construct all the ark and all the things that go along with the tabernacle. Uh, and uh, the, it's, they were skilled uh, laborers, and uh, it says that they're even filled with the Spirit uh, in there, that uh, they, are, they were intelligent and filled with the Spirit, able men. Uh, and that's uh, it's very interesting to think about, you know what's not filled with the Spirit? Disobedience to the revealed will of God. Uh, that's, that's you know, when you think about what is being filled with the Spirit, that's not filled with the Spirit. You know what God says about, uh, for instance, right after this, breaking the Sabbath, the Sabbath in verses 12 through 18 of, of chapter 31, it says that whoever um, does any work on the Sabbath shall be put to death. Um, they shall keep the Sabbath, observe the Sabbath throughout all generations, a covenant forever. It's a covenant forever. The Sabbath is an abiding principle in God's word that was ordained in the, in the according to the creation days. And you really can't get away from it. Uh, we should be uh, observing the Sabbath today. Uh, this has been the historic practice of the church and the interpretation of what the Sabbath is. Uh, you know, the Sabbath was originally this last day of the week, Saturday, but after the resurrection of Jesus, uh, the, the uh, church has observed the Sabbath or, or the Lord's Day on Sunday. Uh, you really should take that seriously because if they talk, the Lord says he'll put them to death uh, and cut them off from his people if they do work on the Sabbath because it's holy. Uh, you're to sanctify it. It's very important. So you just shouldn't gloss over that. You should reckon with, uh, are you keeping the Sabbath? How do you keep the Sabbath? What is it? Well, moving on to chapter 32, uh, we're going to look at, hey, let's talk about worship uh, and idolatry and, and the second commandment. We, we talked about the fourth commandment, the Sabbath commandment, but let's talk about the second commandment. We're going to see a gross, gross uh, violation of the second commandment uh, in, in uh, chapter 32. It's the golden calf incident. Uh, Moses has been up on the mountain talking with God for quite some time, and the people are anxious. They want to worship. They want uh, God's worship to happen, and they're going to adopt pagan principles to do that, um, the, the principles of the nation. So they're going to get uh, Aaron, the, the brother of Moses, the priest, to take all their gold and fashion into it like a bull or a calf. This is a very common uh, symbol of gods in the, in the ancient Near Eastern world. So they get a bull or a calf, and they worship this thing, and, they, and Aaron says, this is your gods who brought you out of Egypt. And so he, he, he represents it as Yahweh, actually. And that's, that's the second commandment violation, is worshiping God according to uh, a way he hasn't instructed us to do that, or he's actually prohibited, which is making an image of him. Now, why is making an image of God so bad? Uh, well, because when you have an image of something, you're going to reveal certain attributes of God, like, okay, the bull, strength, right? But you're going to obscure other wonderful parts of him as well. 
uh, like a, a photograph is not the thing itself, an image is not the thing itself, or a drawing is not the thing itself, it, 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 a statue is not the thing. You know, it's a symbol and it's going to uh, reveal certain things but also conceal other things. So we have no right to craft God into our, into our image or what we want him to be. So if you think about that, uh, that's so that, that's what they're doing is that they're, you see a, a connection between 31 and 32. 31 is talking about skillful labor with their hands and then, which is a great thing, labor and work and skill and, and, and you know, good, solid work is great. But when you use that for uh, purposes outside of God's revealed will, which we see here is, is fashioning uh, wonderful golden articles. Like there was a golden article mentioned in, in 31, the, the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, and then 32, you've got uh, the same, you know, functional uh, movement here of fashioning gold. Uh, but when it's worshipped uh, versus when it's just appreciated and, and valued, uh, it is uh, out of line. And, and God uh, and Moses are very angry. You know, and so Moses has to intercede uh, because God wants to destroy them in the middle of chapter 32. Uh, but it says that God relented from the disaster he had spoken of bringing on his people in verse 14. So he breaks the tablets. He has to go and do, uh, make some more. Uh, and then it says in 35 uh, how, how they've sinned such a great thing. And also there's a lot of sexual imagery in here too. They rose up to play and, and they're, they're the, the loud singing, not like a victory, not like a defeat, but, but something else. And it's, it's just a gross pagan uh, abomination of worship. Uh, and it is a terrible thing. Well, look at what it says in 35. It says, The Lord sent a plague on the people because they made the calf uh, the one that Aaron made. And I think that's really important to look at as well because um, we, we're in the midst of a plague at this moment. And uh, we tend to think in deistic terms that these are just things that are working themselves out and viruses and, and, and whatnot. But there's no thing that happens outside of God's providence. And so we have to ask ourselves, uh, what, you know, what is it? What are we needing to learn from this? And, and one thing is that this is God's uh, sovereign will. He is sovereign. We have to know that about him. He, there's nothing outside of his control. And then we got to ask why. And be, the reason is because there is sin. Uh, maybe it is because we don't keep the Sabbath. I don't know uh, exactly why this, this uh, plague has hit us. Maybe it is because of our idol worship. But we do know one thing is that we're all sinners. We're all sinners. And it says that when Moses intercedes again, uh, when he goes into the tent of meeting, uh, he wants to plead with God because uh, God says he's going to leave his people. He's not going to go with them uh, as he's been going with them before. And this is breaking Moses' heart. He's saying, this is not good. This is what sets us apart, your presence. And that's what we've been saying throughout the whole uh, series here. Uh, you go back and watch them all. We talk about it almost every day. Uh, but but it, says, uh, it says here uh, that, uh, uh, you know, behold, uh, he wants to see his glory, wants to be with him, wants to see it. Uh, he also says that uh, he will wipe out um, somewhere. I'm, I'm missing it. I'm, I'm not finding it. But it says uh, he will wipe, he will blot out um, those who uh, do not keep his will, uh, blot out of his book. And, and that's 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 a really uh, sobering. Oh, it says there, uh, verse 32 of chapter 32. It says, "But now, if you will if you will forgive their sin, but if not, please blot me out of your book." Uh, that you've written. Moses says, hey, forgive their sin, but if not, let me stand in their place and be blotted out of your book. And what a picture again of Jesus. Uh, Jesus stands 
before the Father and says, I'll do it. Uh, for, for, their, for, your, for your sake, uh, these are your people. I will do it. I will, I will willingly, uh, for the joy set before him, in Hebrews 12, 1 says, I will endure the cross for their sake. And so that's beautiful. That's a beautiful picture of Christ there. Moses is a picture of Christ. He breaks the tablets. He shows, hey, they've broken the word of God. They've broken covenant with him. Uh, he's, a, he's a prophet in all the best ways here. Uh, and then he intercedes with people. Uh, quickly on to Matthew 22 in the New Testament, uh, you'll see that there's a, a parable here of the wedding banquet. And I really want to call this the, the, the parable of the, the guests who don't want to show up and the wedding crashers. And so, so originally, the people that are invited are the Jews or Israel, the, the, to the Jew first, right? So there's an order here. Uh, Jerusalem's where it all goes down. And Jesus shows up. He's there for the party. He's, he's told them to come. And they all make excuses in this parable. You know, so he, he's saying, hey, they don't, they don't want to have anything to do with it. They treat his servants harshly. Like think of the prophets. They killed the prophets. Jesus says that elsewhere. So think about that. They, they reject him. So Jesus is like, well, go out to the street corners in Matthew 22 and get whoever will come, the, the nations. He's going to bring them all in. Now, here's the thing. Some of the guests, everyone's invited, but to, to get in, you have to be wearing the right clothing. And this is it. Jesus, who is blotted out uh, for our sake, he goes to the tomb. He goes to the cross and the tomb for our sake. We wear his righteousness, and he took on our sins. See, there's a, there's a, a great exchange. We have to be wearing the righteous garments of Christ. We have to be wearing his garment, garments by faith alone. Uh, you cannot save yourself. You must be. You're invited to the feast, but you have to believe in Jesus and put on the righteousness of Christ. This is where salvation is found alone. Not in our works, but through faith in Christ. He must be the the one, the greater Moses who intercedes for us and then gives us righteousness through his work. Okay, take care, guys. That's the end of the day. We'll see you on day 35. God bless.